0: Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater.
1: Food, 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 food. Come
0: and get it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman.
2: Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweety, here it goes. The Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich Schneider. Dave, bring that down just a little bit in the house there, because I'm getting it back on an echo. This is a packed show tonight, boys. Oh, my gosh. It's like like 100 people in a phone booth in
3: here.
4: Well, when they say food, 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 they have no idea what goes on in this (laughs) (laughs) place.
2: Everybody's standing. I don't know if it's standing room or people just don't want to take their seats. The food's about to start flowing. The libations are here. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Uh, Andrew Moore and Ben Gettinger are here with us tonight. We'll catch up with them. And booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. And none better than Andrew Moore, who I call the most interesting man in the world. I mean, if you're an archaeologist turned brewer and you're going to take indigenous spices from regions in the world to make delicious craft beer recipes you know you're on to something there. yeah so yeah. we'll catch up with andrew Moore. here's the rundown for you guys brian what are you particularly interested in tonight well you know there's a couple things we have a guest in in the house
4: that didn't really uh put any food on the menu and he uh, just let me have some jack daniels and coke chicharrones I'll tell you that, but I I mean, yeah. Who has the call? Why? Why did you bring Len Wenzel? Uh, No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. It It is our friend, Mr. Chef Jeff Jabot.
5: Um, Chef Jeff Jabot. Yeah, Yeah.
4: he came in on a sleeper. But I'm excited to hear about Aspen Baking Company because I'm not familiar with them. Like I want to be. Yeah, we're. Um, I think you're doing lots of great stuff over there. I hear about you all around town. Good. So that's that's something I'm excited. We've got
2: this new uh, barbecue thing back here. (laughs) That was sort of exciting getting going. (laughs) Very well said, Brian. Uh, We're going to get to our guests in front of us here momentarily. But Elon Wenzel, we're going to talk to you about Element Knife Company. And then at 645, our In the Kitchen segment. This is a cool one because Morning Story restaurants, they have a new story. There's a lot going on with them. And we're going to tell it tonight with Sean Kaiser and Chef Paul Foster in our In the Kitchen segment. Looking forward to that. A buddy of mine, and I call him the hardest working man in the restaurant business, His name's Mark Whistler and he owns The Goods Restaurant. I'll tell you what, the struggles, the ups, the downs to be a neighborhood uh, restaurant to be able to survive in this market, Mark Whistler's done some great things. So looking forward to talking to Mark Dagbog, Dagbog. Dazbog. Dazbog. Man, I'll tell you what, words of my life. You would never, (laughs) ever know that sometime. In the meantime, in in in-between time, the proper introductions, Aspen Baking Company uh, Cody Ann Lacatour is here with us.
6: Nice pronunciation. Uh,
2: Cody Ann is yes. here with us. Hi, Cody Ann. Hi. How are you?
6: So good. How are you?
2: Well, we've got a lot of stuff to cover. But first of all, what's your first thoughts about this studio kitchen?
6: I'm shocked. Yeah. I had no idea it was like this. This is amazing. You guys have done an amazing job. It's, Everyone's it's, sta- it's packed.
2: Yeah, it's kind of an incubator of like-minded people that come together and the networking that goes on in here. It's beyond what we would have, we, we never have, imagined. We it. couldn't have thought of this. So hopefully, you take full advantage of that. Yeah.
6: I will do my best.
2: So what are we going to call you—the Baroness of Bread—or?
6: <laughs> I actually really like that. Do you Let's like stick that? <laughs> with that? Let's do that. You want to put that on your
2: business card? Yes. Aspen Baking Company. For those that don't know, talk a
7: little bit about them.
6: So we are a local company. We've been in the area for over 24 years. Our uh, CEO and founder fearless leader he is the best and he was a colorado native bruce jeff, no, jeff. jeff jeff
2: jeff okay i know bruce i haven't met jeff yeah okay bruce
6: is the vp he's Continue. wonderful yeah um but yeah so jeff started this he originally was into real estate um native went to school here and then went out to san francisco to do the whole real estate thing and had their sourdough and he was like Why don't we have that in Colorado? And he fell in love with the baking side of things, came here. Um, Our sourdough starter is just our most popular thing. I was Um,
4: just going to ask that. What is your most popular
2: bread?
6: Sourdoughs and loaves. Um, Our brioche bun is unbelievable.
2: Oh, really? Okay. amazing. Can you get geeky on that sourdough? I want to talk about, like, give me some strains. Listen, (laughs) I, I had heard that Jeff went out there. And
3: he drove. He got some of the starter, a 35-year-old starter,
6: it's 70-something.
2: Okay, and brought and had to drive back to bring it back here. And that's that's the in the DNA of story. I have a wild imagination, so I just see like a suitcase or a lockbox, <laughs> <and laughs> bread inside of it. <laughs> Do you know much about that story, or how, you said 70-year
6: starter? Yes. I believe it's a 70-year starter. Um, Jeff just
2: tells that to the guys that it was 35. (laughs) I don't
6: know. But, um, yeah, he fell in love with it, and he um, obviously has grown. We're in the old Stapleton Airport Commissary Building. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we're just busting at the seams over there. Wow, How many square feet do you know? I don't know that,
3: Uh, actually. It's got to be over 100. Over 100,000. Over 100,000. It was the really? old Frontier Airlines flight kitchens. Yes. So it had all the infrastructure and everything. Wow. And Jeff, when he first went in, had half the building, and then expanded and took over the other half. I and mean, they are
2: just rocking. Because over of there. growth. Right. Yeah. yeah. As quality led to the growth. Truly, kind of the local standard, in my estimation. Everything yeah. local. Anyway,
6: everything yeah. local. Well, what's yep.
2: interesting
4: is, is a kitchen like that is sounds like the perfect candidate for one of our brand new hosts, or not hosts, but sponsors who is sponsored, they do the gas. And so that would oh, be yeah. an interesting connection because I've been talking Encore. about this, about how Encore Gas, Encore Energy, does this ha- gas program for all these. And I, I didn't think of how many commissaries, big restaurants could really utilize the, the savings when you're doing um, natural gas. And so it's, it's yeah. something cool that was brought to us. Yeah, yeah. Encore Energy.
3: And just so knowledgeable. Uh, and then bringing in Bruce, Bruce with his culinary background, he was a chef. And so he speaks the language of the chefs. The bread that he's got them putting out, that what he demands out of their production, out of their quality, mm-hmm. uh, they're doing phenomenal work over there.
2: Let's get into the bread and butter. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Terrible. Um, just popped into my mind, though. So as Cody Ann Locateur joins us from Aspen Baking Company, I really do want to do that. I want to go through some of your products and then some of the new innovative things that you're starting to produce now. Nice. Um, and, and, and why? Why are you? Mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting question. Let's do that. We'll take a quick turnaround. We'll come back to Studio Kitchen Colorado. It's uh, 6.15 in the Mile High City. We'll take that break and we'll come right back. Hopefully we're live on Facebook, Jay. I'm seeing us there. All right. I need to share that to my timeline. Hey, Jay. Hey, there I am. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. In and out. Yes, we are. This is a good one tonight. Stick around for us. It's about a three-minute break, and we'll take that break right now. Come back. Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
8: Choose your path.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater, or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
8: Hi, I'm Charlie, the brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. I want to tell you about something truly amazing. Belgium, a country the size of Maryland, is home to more than 600 amazing beers. And this May, you can be part of the greatest beer trip ever. We're taking a lucky group of beer lovers to Belgium for 10 incredible days. Airfare, luxury hotels, fabulous food, and lots and lots of great Belgian beers. You can visit breweries that are rarely open to the public, like Orval, and Cantillon, Chimay, Brasserie DuPont, and more than we can list here. You'll visit the cities of Brussels, Bruges, Ghent, Beer Popering, and the amazing Belgian countryside. This is the dream trip of a lifetime, and you can be part of it. Spaces are limited, and it's filling up fast. Call us today at 303-650-2337. That's 303-650-B-E-E-R. Or go to our website, brewsbeers.com. I'll see you in Belgium.
0: Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion Com.
9: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from 4
2: My Brother Luck in Colorado
9: Springs.
2: Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on Season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, cool, cool. Here we go back to Studio Kitchen Colorado momentarily and uh, Aspen Baking Company as we catch up with Cody and La Couture. Uh Jeff Rock and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. This guy's the real deal, man. I'm telling you, he's talking about installing craft. Lines, uh, del- delicious tap lines. It's the way the brewer intends the beer to taste. It's there's nothing worse in my estimation than going into a rundown bar or a restaurant, watching beer be poured in an in- inefficient manner. Um, truly. There's nothing worse than pouring beer into a pitcher and it's foamy and then into a cup and then serving it to your customers. When you could alleviate all of those problems with Jeff Rourke in A Plus Beverage Solutions, a family man, 20 years in the business. Jeff Rourke and his wife, Kristen, they'll make sure you get an A Plus report card on your beverage system. He's doing maintenance. Right now is a great time. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke for a maintenance schedule. This will prevent problems in the future. You want to do that preventive maintenance. Pouring pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, boys? You're You're pouring pouring your your money money down down the drain. drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. It's an easy phone call. Just call Jeff Rourke at 720-272-3809. Call Jeff Rourke, 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions.
0: Hi, everybody. It's Chef Kerry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern
10: Eater on iHeartRadio.
2: How do you not love that laugh of Chef Kerry Baird? I got to talk to Mark for a second. Her last infectious. I mean, it just, it just makes me want to laugh. She yeah. has such a great giggle. And yeah. then Brother Luck, he's got an amazing sold out dinner that you won't be going to next Saturday night, but uh, we will. We'll be broadcasting live from 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Uh, continuing on right now. And uh, Cody Ann, this is really cool to catch up with you. And I want to dig into all of the favorite breads that I love from Aspen Baking Company. Yes. Puts a smile on my face every time I see it. Last time uh, Hollis was in here, she brought us some bread. Left? A, did you bring us anything left over to put into the fridge for this week that we can eat? I
6: brought you tons of wraps and sandwiches. <laughs> yep. We'll take
2: it. We'll take it. She's showing off her new line of goodies. So speaking of that, what are you doing with this new line?
6: We are so excited. Obviously Obviously, Jeff has spent so much, he has poured so much love into this bakery, um, making it, I mean, the, the best of the best, really, mm-hmm. he has, and we saw a need for sandwiches and grab and go and these box lunches, this beautiful mountain scenery, all local. Um, local photographer, Rakolita's tortilla, for our wraps, it is just, it has been so much fun building this all out and actually expanding. Um, on all of the success that yeah. at, that Jeff has already built. Cody, is company. it delivery
2: only, or is it a
6: pickup well, service? I think Where I've seen
2: it at the Hyatt downtown, right?
6: Yes, you absolutely yeah. have. Where else? Um, West and Westminster. I mean, we're, we're in a couple different hospitals right now. We're also doing corporate, like, lunch and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, anything from athletic clubs, grab-and-go, hotel, large conferences. If you have a large corporate group in town, we... We want to be able to to make sure that our brand coincides with the quality of, of the larger companies.
2: Sure. Why, Cody nice. Ann, why do I have a feeling that this is your project right now? You're Oh. Gonna, uh, you're yeah. going to, uh, right? I mean, can people it reach would. out to you and say, listen, I'd love to, I have a coffee shop. I'd love to have yes. these wraps. Is yes. that something you guys are looking to do?
6: That is exactly what we're looking to do. We can help. I would love that. <laughs> we, would yes. love to help we are that. We are so excited. I mean, just, we want to be able to bring... I think this is the best of the best. I'm a little bit biased. I'm with but, you. Um, we're so excited, I mean, to have all of this at your hands at an easy grab-and-go mm-hmm. or for box lunches. And there's just nothing like this really. But really beyond that, good.
2: knowing the, the integrity of the name Aspen Baking Company and the quality that you know you're going to get, my eyes would light up if I see yeah. that at like, A choice market. I don't know if you're looking to get into choice market. I think that'd be a great place to go. But Rich, uh, I'm sorry, Cody.
6: Oh, no, I was going to say, just brought them a box lunch uh, two days ago. Did you really? Yes, yes. um,
2: Fingers crossed.
6: Yeah, I mean, we're, the quality is great.
2: Yeah, the quality is great. And and speaking of that, Rich, because, I mean, your product line, as far as Roccalita's tortillas go, Mm -hmm. um, utilizing the tortillas, but you can speak to a testament of the alignment of such a good brand, a solid brand that cares so much about its quality. Could you? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's
3: a pretty easy one. And for once I don't need a cue card, Greg. I can actually just talk about Please do. It, is you know, I've known Jeff for a uh, uh, long, I mean, I, I don't want to say how many years cuz it ages us both. But he was the sa- he has the same passion, the same drive to hunt down Colorado ingredients, to hunt down premium ingredients. He's actually helped me get better. There were when I was trying to find a certain functional ingredients in the natural arena, he was the guy. Nice. And you know, watching him, his daughters grow up, watching his business grow, we've both—I hate to say it—but we've both gotten old together. And it's—it's it's been a joy to watch his success.
2: But that mindset oh. and those ideals—he's intense, man. Sure, is that he's ma- intense. Now that was something that was acquired for you. You acquired that through your thought process and experience, through knowledge. And, Jeff's kind of ran out of the gates with that. Absolutely. And, you know,
3: what, uh, what's amazing about Jeff is not only is he passionate uh, uh, and successful, but part of it, a lot of his success, though, is his ability to form a team, bring people in, train them, motivate them, give them a great culture, and turn them loose. But, I mean, he's a great, uh, uh, he also, uh, uh, what's the word I'm going to say? I don't want to say manufacturer, but he helps develop people just as much as his bread. You're a better person working at Aspen Baker.
6: One hundred percent.
3: So is this you what you would say is his secret
4: sauce? Absolutely. Right there. Absolutely. Yeah. So that is great to hear. Yeah. yeah.
6: He won't e I mean he demands the best out of everything in his business and in his ingredients. Um, I mean we spent over six months finalizing this menu, trying so many different local products, going through everything and he okay. will not put his name or aspen behind anything. That's not Yep. not worth worthy of the aspen aspen yeah. name? i love that. he
3: trains hard uh, jeff's got some nice buns
0: <laughs> nice rich
3: and, and he's got hey jeff if you're listening <laughs> he's got the coolest does he still have his a-team van he bought a van that was like the a-team years ago but, but he's, he's an awesome guy we got
2: to have jeff on
3: you have to like he it. is the
6: best of I like the best it.
2: we'll bring jeff back. this is cool catching up with you though cody M. let's go to the core products Within Aspen Baking, some of the yeah. stuff that I just can't live without. If you take bread away, you know, bread, kind mm, of. You, you know, bread.
11: it's
4: really interesting because I cut it out for a really long time, and our good friend, um, the Fairy Godmother, mm-hmm. has <laughs> said, you know, don't, don't uh, shy away from it. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. And so recently, I started eating sourdough. What again, are some of your so top I products? so I want to try it.
6: Sourdough. Yeah. You haven't. You've had our sourdough. Yes, dough. I have. Amazing. Um, any of our buns, brioche buns. We've got amazing muffins. I'm a fan of the um, sweets a little bit. Okay. So pastries that, Yes, that's okay. not good. Um, our scones are the best, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Everything is good, and now our sandwiches. Sandwiches, Well, talk, wraps. Up, talk
4: up the muffins though. Tell us what. What? I mean, everyone likes a good blueberry muffin, right? I mean.
6: Yes, everyone does. Um, but. Just our like butter croissant Uh-oh. is to die for. Done. Co- yes. Oh really? Okay. Done. That is hands down. I'm mouth watering.
3: I had one earlier today. <laughs> What'd you have with it? It was on a sandwich from Urban Egg, turkey. They're one of your customers. Yes, they are. Oh, he made this sandwich. It's incredible. I- I'm going back tomorrow. Raven and I yeah. are going tomorrow.
4: So, Cody, do you do anything direct to the public, or is it? Do I have to go through a restaurant? Do I? Can I get your product? Somewhere. Do you guys have an outlet? Can you
2: pull up to your loading dock?
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Back up. Where is Load it? them up. It's, it's food service, but there are retail locations.
6: You cannot, but yes, there are retail locations. Okay. You know, just show up or your house.
3: So where do we dive in? Let's say I'm a restaurant and I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm hearing it yeah. here on the first time and I'm like, I got to have me some of that. How do, we yes. do, how do we jump in?
6: So Aspen Baking, go to info at aspenbaking.com. Okay. You can also always call us. Um, three, Well, we have a couple of different numbers, but I'll figure that one. I'll I like the, ask, okay, the info okay. at Aspen. Bacon. Yeah, that's the best On thing. The if you, because then we can just email you yeah, anything yeah. that you're inquiring about. Yeah. Um, we're always happy to stop by and bring you samples to your restaurant, to yeah. your corporation, to anything like that. Um,
2: Those are emails yeah. they want to answer. Yeah. 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 And, and they true. distribute all over. Yeah absolutely all yeah, the way so to wyoming
6: yes wyoming we're in Bale, colorado springs all of denver
2: yep all right tommy nice. knocker that's nice tommy knocker it's another one of their accounts nice good good product placement okay tell us a secret love something some, <laughs> something that's gonna come up that we come on just the don't, secret no one's, no, no one's listening just us just tell us a secret okay. what are you working um, on
6: next
0: Gotta oh be something. Big, it's big. Is it? Yes, yeah.
6: and it has to do with all of this new grab-and-go uh, box lunch sandwiches.
2: Now wraps. Go wraps. Go wraps. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to know. Hold up those to the Which camera. Which camera do we to, have?
6: You
2: <laughs> we were there this morning.
6: I had to go to this morning to get some more wraps to fulfill an order. Can't keep those on the shelf. Will you hold that up
2: close to and you? And that is a good thing. In. We just have one of this oh, camera on you. Let's hold this up, oh, yes. both you and little Rich. show these deliciousness yeah look at that i i recognize that spinach wrap anywhere It's like vanna white
6: (laughs) (laughs) can we show our box
12: please show your box box.
6: look at how beautiful this is
12: local local
6: photographer um again jeff nations is actually friends with this photographer he um helped with all of this all the way around we're excited
2: That is exciting. And, again, again, the corporate thing, people Mm want to get a hold of you and say, listen, I have a lunch that I don't even want to mess with. This sounds perfect for me. Again, do they hit hit up the website and do the same thing?
6: Yes, absolutely. Info at Aspen Baking. You can go to order at Aspen Baking to place your order. All of our information is online. Mm -hmm. So you can see our products, what we offer. You can choose what you want to, to put into those box lunches into your grab and go we can do all of that and then everything's listed online and if you ever need any, anyone to talk to mm-hmm. you, you've met hollis yep. she is amazing yep. um hollis and i would love and bruce to come and, and meet with you guys and talk with you about everything
4: personalize your needs yeah, yeah. Yes. i mean yeah. you should be getting in private schools with this i can see we so are. many
3: great
2: yeah. uses for this yeah This is cool. Uh, So I always, uh, not that I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm putting you on the spot. It's the 30-second elevator speech. We're on floor one. I'm getting off on 15. I want to hear about Aspen Baking and why I should try your bread.
6: Local. We're local. This is from um, a man that was originally going to do real estate and found such a love for all of our products. Mm -hmm. And he has built this company from the ground up. Everything local, everything within the company as a family. It really is. The quality of our products are unlike anything anything in Denver, in my opinion. And, I mean, you just you can't match it.
2: I'm getting off the elevator, and I'm happy because yeah. I'm going to get some Aspen Baking Company bread. Before I get off, I'm asking for a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> Before I get off the elevator. Yeah. You want a croissant. <laughs> yeah, People probably hit you up all the time, going, I know where you work. Oh, yeah. Where are the goodies?
3: We Where's have, the sweets? There are
6: people that actually like come in and knock on the door, like, can we have some loaves? Can we have some bread? Can I have a muffin? We're like, let's. We can figure out some other way to do this. Well, that's yeah. right.
2: There's a better yeah. way. Thanks for coming on the show.
6: Thank you guys so much for nice been us wonderful in this
2: wackiness that we have this at Studio crazy. Kitchen, Colorado. Um, anytime you want to come network, just hit us up. Let us know.
11: We'd love to.
2: You know Jay, old Jay Bird, right there. <laughs>
13: He's the, wonderful. Somebody
2: said, well, I wouldn't go that far, but I'm one of these. I fall into this category. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah, yeah. But you
0: know, that's
4: just regular Jay. That's yeah. not Jay Steele. Jay Steele's a totally different Jay guy. Jay Steele's
2: confident. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the definition of take it or leave it. You know? <laughs> Cody Unlock It Tour, thank you. Aspen Baking Company, your class you. act. This is really great to catch up with you and I hope that you come back many, many more times.
6: Thank you guys so much for having us on. Again. We're thank really you, excited. Thank up you.
2: next, his name is Chef Elon Wenzel. This is, a, yes. man element yes, knife company yes. talk about a local company that is you know he's doing it for about four years he's a sushi chef by trade at sushi Sasa, and uh, does such a great job but i've fallen in love with this chef because not only is he humble he's hard working he's very focused and we want to give him a little bit of help Yep. We're going to blow this brand up. Yep. And Element Knife Company is what you're going to hear about next. And then also we're going to welcome a new sponsor. It's Colorado Mills Sunflower. High oleic cold-pressed <laughs> oil. Products. Oh, sunflower well, products. products. I was so. leading you in there. Oh, okay. Well, see, I'm Colorado Mills Sunflower Products. We're going to welcome them to the show. And Zach Kreider, you've heard his voice many, many times. He's going to come up next with Elon, right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
14: Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of
15: Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater talk show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic, With Growers Organic, look us up online at growersorganic.com.
3: Little Rich here. It's the new year, and we're all looking for ways to save money. Here's a tip I bet you didn't know about. Do what I do. Buy your natural gas wholesale, instantly saving 10 to 12% off your gas bill every single month. Baby, that's some serious cash. Do what I've done for years, and call Brian Rizzuto at Encore Energy today. The sooner you call, the sooner you save. Call Brian at Encore Energy, 720-245-5771. That's 720-245-5771. Save money on
13: natural gas Four six two eight for the best knives in your kitchen. Think Element Knife Company.
10: Justin Brunson, Old Major. You're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Hello. Oh, hello. Okay. All right. Okay. We're back at it, uh, Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Um, Brian Freeman, Greg back, Little Rich Snyder, Jay Parker. We're all here. Um, spent a lot of time in the iHeart Studios this afternoon, which was cool. Um, check us out. We're live on Facebook. If you're in your car, you're about to get inside, you'll want to see the video component. We've got a lot of stuff going on in this uh, culinary church, as we say. Um, right now, this is one thing that, I don't know, I think it was after the show last week. I mean, it all yeah. really yeah. happened that fast. Elon Wentz, welcome back to the show, Chef. Thanks for having me. Always cool. a pleasure. Cool having you here, man. Yeah. Um, So we're kind of cleaning up last week after the show. Yep. And um, I look at you, and and, and first of all, you know I love you to death, man. Right back at Uh, you. I mean, I truly do. And I see someone out there working really, really hard. Um, You're sushi chef at Sushi Saza. And um, 12 years
13: there, I think. Yep, 12 years there. Wow. Just humping it out. You basically opened that place up, didn't you? I I came in about a year. About year, two years year, after two years they years had started, but right right towards the beginning. Wayne's a great guy. Yeah. A lot of good training, local. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I've learned a, a ton over there over the years. Just skill set, knowledge, everything. Doing hard work. I pulling work. doubles most days of the week. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, literally, when I look at what I do, because I have the attention span of a rat... <laughs> Like you gotta concentrate <laughs> for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're you really have to be into your work and and just enveloped. By That's
13: right. It. it part of it's a learned skill and part of it is the passion and love that you have for the work.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely and, and consistency, consistency is big too. Yeah, you, know, you have up days, you have down days. But oh you, yeah. You know you gotta go. Yeah. Um, some days I'm like I'm not feeling today. I'm gonna put it to rest. I do that. <laughs> I put it down Sounds and nice. say, tomorrow's going to be another day. So when I look at guys like you and, and you have this um, passion project that I want to see go from a passion project to a thriving business. And um, Little Rich brought something up, I don't know, three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And he says, you know what, I, I want to find that, that person to champion. And we're thinking, you know, who? who? And last week. When we're cleaning up, it's like sometimes the answers are right in front of you. The answer was right in front of us, and it was you, and the light bulb went off in my head. Thank you. And what you're going to hear over the weeks to come is you're going to hear not only live reads from me talking about you and Element Knife Company, but you're going to hear the commercials that you've put together that are running on the show. Yeah. Basically reaching out to... Uh, chefs, home cooks, anybody that would like a good knife or tool in the kitchen. Yes. A few good knives, right? Absolutely. Could you spend a minute just to talk about Element Knife Company?
13: For sure. So, I started selling knives in Denver. Um, Do you have your knives in front of you? We have some right over here. Yep.
2: Oh, Jay's got his. The, Jay's got the um, camera on your knives right now. Uh, no but I can get a camera on the knives. be a great I getting, idea. I was getting a camera Let's on. Let's talk about the knives and, sh- and show the knives. So just start out, and then we'll get the camera on So, yeah, knives. I've
13: been selling knives uh, close to 10 years and kind of t- 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 uh, t- was treating it as a hobby because um, I was always a gearhead, and I always loved knives and tr- in, uh, in search of a better knife and tool. And uh, I befriended a knife salesman. He was coming through a couple times a year, and we developed a friendship i did a couple favors for him and one day i was like you know what i know a ton of chefs in denver and i knew that he was only selling to japanese restaurants so i offered to just send him over to people that i knew and right around that time japanese cutlery was making such uh, Mm -hmm. uh influence in the culinary industry so he was so appreciative with making more sales that He asked if we could do that again and again. So we did that for a few years and getting to know him, he expressed he wanted to retire and move back to Japan and that I could sell knives in his place. And I was all about it. And late 2015, uh, earlier I had learned that the manufacturer doesn't sell direct. And I was thinking, well, how can I make something bigger out of this, better out of this, help support the community and get these knives into the chefs, the hardworking chefs that I know in the community. Uh, At a price point that they can afford, because chefs work paycheck to paycheck. It's not easy. So created Element Knife Company and a website. So now I have an online store. I continue to make sales calls to restaurants and crews in the area. I even do clinics, knife sharpening, uh, knife skills, these types of things to private uh, parties as well. So I'm here for anybody that needs it and wants it. And I aim to educate. uh,
4: I love your knives. This is Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and Folks i got to tell you, I've got two of his knives at home. L- I actually just used one yesterday. And Thank you. I love your story. I mean, I, I really do. I, I, we met in the community. Yeah. You do so much for so many. I'll tell you, I think I've seen you break down large fish... Ten times all around town, and it
2: amazes you every yeah time. every time. Hey, speaking of that, and Jay, you did a great job with Elin on the on a kind of a breakdown video of of what do you do when you get the whole fish, right? So we put the video together. It's a hit. People like to watch that. It's on. That was fun. It's it, on the Modern yeah, Eater how many Facebook. Viewers? Yeah, uh, quite, it's quite, a, quite a few. A few. But um, can we back up just so, I, Greg, I don't think you did it justice
4: enough to tell the viewers and tell our audience about. What this what this championship that you did with Elon and Element Knife Company? Because I don't think we talked about what what how we are championing championing you, Elon is is we want to give you all the advertising we can. We want to get your name out there in the community more than we can. We want you to be a a, a part of the kitchen, Thank and you. we've given you like our community
13: sponsorship, where
4: it's something that you're getting.
13: Something. It's a scholarship. It's a
4: scholarship. Yeah, yeah. And,
13: and I almost cried when you guys mentioned that. It was, man, just too, You deserve it, amazing. Alan. You deserve Thank it, man. <laughs> they weren't tears of joy, what we made him do for we
4: were, that
2: scholarship. We were doing onion rings last week, so you know, yeah. take that for what it's worth. Here's how old I am. Remember, uh, welcome back, Kappa. Oh, absolutely. It's a scholarship, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Kyle. We'll
4: you're one better if you can tell me who said that he's very famous now yeah that's uh john john travolta yeah yeah and look what elon
13: did for us yeah
2: well
4: from the beginning he's been part of this yeah he's been part of this movement
13: oh i love what you guys do and part of what my business is is a grassroots effort to support and educate people in the community whether they be chefs or home cooks and when i found out you guys were having the studio kitchen Uh, I commissioned my mother, Sharon, to um, make one of her dolls. She has a business where she makes these dolls called Zingari. Little ones and large ones. This is a larger one, the wall doll. And I had her make San Pasquale. He is the patron saint of cooks and kitchens. And I wanted to bring him down and bless this great thing you guys he's, have going on he's here by my side. it worked, <laughs> yeah. it worked
4: does she have a website where she sells these from you? no or but my,
13: my sister uh, and i are uh, trying to get her to get on a website so my sister lena has really been promoting that and helping her get started so as soon as it? i as soon as i find out information and an url i'll pass that on do you need she a knife and a doll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: We've got to But you covered. can certainly <laughs>
13: contact me, and I'll get you in touch with her, and she has plenty of them to look at and for sale. Well, Elin. it's sort of
4: cool because if the doll doesn't protect you, the knife will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Very true, Brian, very true. Elin, um, we, we think that if you're doing well, we're doing well vice versa, of uh, the people, the businesses. Thank you. It means a lot and uh, I, here's my 30-second elevator speech for Chef Elon Wenzel. If you believe in community, you believe in hyper-local, you believe in people with a passion that aren't just going to sell you something and go away. You want to talk to somebody who's a professional, who has passion in what they do. You need a knife. It's your obligation I believe. Um, you need to supply your kitchen, whether you're a restaurant or a home chef and you want to feel good about using the tools and the utensils that will make you better, um, take this opportunity and get a hold of Chef Elon Wenzel, because he will uh, move mountains to be able to give you the tools that you need in your kitchen. And um, again, I just want to thank you for being a part of our culinary community here thank at you. Studio Kitchen. Thank you. I'm to be a part of it. Appreciate thank you. It. There he is, Chef Elon Wenzel. All right, we're going to come back, and we're going to do In the Kitchen. Here's a cool new one. Uh, Sean Kaiser from Morning, Morning Story Restaurants, he reached out on Facebook a few weeks ago and he says, I've got some new things going on, um, doing some rebranding, and, and I think it's pretty exciting, and I'd like to get it on the Modern Eater Show. I said, you know what, don't ask twice. We'd love to help you and support you. You're a local guy, you're a local businessman, and you're doing good things as well. So we're going to catch up with Sean Kaiser and his chef, Chef Paul Foster, who's doing great work in this kitchen tonight, just two really cool guys. We'll tell you their stories when we come up next And In the Kitchen, right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, on The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
8: Choose your path through Cyberland.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
7: Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000 gallon system year round for four years and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at SouthRiverAquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming.
10: Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan, gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours they truly care about you the customer and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone they are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones the goods a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free vegetarian and vegan options and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore hungry the
3: Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalita's Tortillas. Rockalita's, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips. Served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in lamar colorado whether you bake fry or saute get your colorado mills today available through shamrock growers organic and don foods for the best oil in the business use colorado mills
7: whose cuisine reigns supreme
0: you're listening to the modern eater show the ultimate gourmet challenge and it's time for in the kitchen
2: Yes, it is in the kitchen. The Modern Eater show is live on iHeartRadio right now, and from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Check us out on our Facebook page. Just search out the Modern Eater, and you will find it right there. Encourage you to like it, and uh, maybe follow us if uh,
1: is that okay? If
2: you will. (laughs) It,
1: <laughs> yes, it is okay. It's, it's so <laughs> it's good. Mine. It's fine.
2: It's so, that's how you jump into an interview here. First of all, let's welcome the man with the plan. Morning Story Restaurants is the name of his game. And Sean Kaiser, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. First appearance. Welcome, Sean. Yeah, thanks for having us here. This is good stuff. Last time we saw you was at the Broadmoor. Yes. It was the Colorado Restaurant Association's awards dinner. Correct. Good to see you again. Yeah, no, it's good to be here. And you've got nice your chef, chef with you.
16: I do. We, we, we couldn't be more happy with our chef. Uh, chef Paul has been doing such a fantastic job with us, and we get just rave reviews from our customers from all the work he does.
2: I had the first opportunity to meet Paul tonight, and Chef, I got to tell you, it's a pleasure. You're a nice guy. Um, you work well with others. You have a passion for what you do, and you cook up delicious food. What more could you want in this, Chef? Right there. So well, welcome th- to the show. Well, thank
1: you, sir. My mama always told me play nice. <laughs> play nice and play share. Nice. So Paul, now where are you from? I am from right here in Denver, Colorado, in Arvada. Oh nice. Born and raised, graduated from Pomona High School.
8: Nice. I've been
1: a lot of different places throughout the country and so on, but I brought my kids back here to raise them in Arvada. Nice. It's a beautiful state we live in. Sean,
2: let's start from the beginning, man. You've got some things that are going on. Morning Story Restaurants, what's the story?
16: Well, we just launched our restaurant concept in November. We've been a franchisee of uh, another breakfast place for many years, and we had great success with that. But we were given the opportunity to go out and do our own thing and branch off a little bit. So we decided we'd take that opportunity and see what we were capable of. What a great
2: opportunity. A huge opportunity. How exciting is that? Yeah. What, what does that mean with that type of change? I mean, I'll give you my ideas, but I'd like to hear it from you.
16: Well, it means that we had control over the menu. We have uh, a little bit more control over what locations we wanted to open up and where we wanted to do it at. Uh, we also had the opportunity to change some of our procedures and, and you know, just really make sure that we're taking care of our staff and taking care of our customers and source a lot of our, our foods locally rather than being tied into Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's the kitchen. Yeah. No, I just said that
16: anywhere.
4: <laughs> well, and I bet you get to choose where you get... You you have a lot more choice around where you where you get your... That, that was prefers. the point I
8: wanted to yeah.
2: emphasize upon. it so eloquently said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, that, that, if you want to go rogue and you want to say, listen, I believe in this other brand, and this is going to be a good um, local kind of co-op or partnership, I think that's important to be able to say, I want to use...
16: Yeah, we've always been big on helping out local businesses, and we've been very involved in the Chambers of Commerce and with the Restaurant Association. uh, This gave us an opportunity to really kind of reach out to some of those local suppliers uh, that could help us in our products and making sure that we're offering the very best to our customers.
2: Do you have any examples thus far?
16: Well, we are very excited to be using Paladori Sausage in our kitchens. Uh, It's just a great product, and they do a wonderful job. Uh, great consistency, and uh, they got a great variety of products that are available as well. Now, uh, we're also very proud to be uh, working with Block Coffee uh, coming up here real soon where we're going to be doing a lot of specialty coffee drinks lattes and espressos, macchiatos, that sort of
2: thing. You're going to so. have a, a full bar?
16: We are going to have a full bar.
2: Yes. Gotcha. Do you have tap nice. lines? Well, you know... We, we know a guy? <laughs>
16: we know a guy,
2: yeah. <laughs> we know a guy for that. Um Jeffrey, you uh, professional no, tap no, line I, installer. No, i will I'll quiet down now. <laughs> Continue with some of those new partnerships that you have.
16: Uh, well, we're still exploring a lot of those opportunities, and there's just so many to choose from because there's so many great companies in yeah, Colorado. Yeah, they really are. Uh, and, of course, you know, we're, we're using Shamrock as one of our distribution sure. centers. We can't source everything as locally as we'd like because we're limited
2: logistically. Still a lot.
16: But still a yeah, lot. Yeah, still a lot on that yeah. list.
2: Um, Aspen Baking Company.
16: So I was just talking with Corey, and she does such a great job in her segment. But, yeah. uh, uh, that's stuff you look
2: at, right? That's stuff you, that we look at. We,
16: we sample different products from different areas, and we make decisions. And What's great about being so small for us is yeah. we can change on a dime. We can just you Absolutely. Know, flip You don't have to
2: run it up the chain. That's right. And go, can I get approval on this? Oh, it'll take six weeks yeah that doesn't happen that doesn't happen anymore you guys can pull the trigger whenever you want how about gluten-free option for our gluten-free friends
16: we do have some gluten-free breads that are available Uh, we have a great oatmeal pancake which is a gluten-friendly pancake Uh, and we have a lot of other items on our menu that appeals to people with dietary restrictions we just uh, started doing a coconut chia banana smoothie uh, which is just made with coconut milk and bananas and chia seeds and then we top it with fruit and coconut and People are going crazy for it. If you're
2: interested in another suggestion, that's Victoria from Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and, and truly, when you when you come to a show like this, um, the networking is limitless on oh, yeah. who you might be able to find. That Because oh, what we find oh, is the, the high tides raise all ships. You're right. doing well, they're doing well, they're doing well, you're doing well. And, Chef, I have to imagine getting some of these one-off products to be able to bring into the kitchen, that's got to brighten up your day well, as well. Well, it
1: is, it is very exciting. And I just I joined the, the Morning Story team just a brief time ago, like two to three months ago. And as Sean says, it's kind of a rebranding kind of thing. To me, it's a branding thing, and I've seen some exciting things. And I see some things like the Polidori Sausage, and, and I see that the kids in our restaurant that are really working hard to bring this brand out, I'm excited to be there. I'm happy to be a part of it, and I hope to bring my years of experience to to what we have going on. Paul, if there was one thing, this is Brian Freeman from Growers, if there was one thing that you were most proud of on your menu, what would that be, Paul? You know, quite frankly, I, I, I like the fact that we're... Here we are on the modern eater, you know, and I think the modern eater kind of thing is more of a southwestern flair, or a, and we've started a new line of bowls with salsa verde's and tomato, charred tomato salsas, and it's just not Mama's eggs and bacon anymore. Yeah. And I think we're really, Sean touched briefly on the the chia banana bowl. It's healthy, and you can come from the gym, and you can eat it on your way home, and you can pick it up to go home, and it's healthy, and it's modern, and we, we have a—I'm really proud of the fact that our menu options are there. Sean, that's got to make you so proud to hear that, to yes. beaming, you know?
2: I mean, not to, to knock on some national change. We go into a Denny's or whatever the people know they're going through the motions to get through the day they know what they're going to get they know what they're going to serve to be able to have the nuances of a business now that you call your shots i am terribly excited for you guys' future i am what is the future sean
16: well you know i'm i'm so excited about the opportunities we have in front of us and the group of people that we have working with us as an operator i couldn't be more proud just because they care as much about our organization and about what we're doing as i do and uh, it's just a great group of people and you know we hope to open up more uh locations here around the denver area and we also hope to expand into other markets and bring that taste to that's colorado cool. across the country
2: love it so. can you put one in cherry creek fronto asap
16: <laughs> well we do have a location at in
2: holly which that's is close enough. just
16: across colorado boulevard i can so. make it there yeah
2: uh, and it is uh, so that's kind of my hood um i need to go up there and see you often with one minute, I, one minute left in this segment, I always like to say, give us the opportunity, and we've got um, quite a few people watching and listening right now. What's the reason to go in with all of the varieties of places that you can go to? And you know some of the top names. Why should people give you a shot?
16: Well, you know, you go to a lot of breakfast places on the weekends, and you're going to wait a long time to get a table and to get in and get service. and. Um, you know, sometimes it, it, it's good service and sometimes it's just mediocre. And I think that our staff takes a lot of pride in making sure that everyone has a great experience every time they come in. And we don't have those long waits. We've gotten so efficient in being able to uh, keep those tables paced and, and moving in a, a, a rapid succession that uh, we get people in and we can get them out and they can go on with their day and uh, the rest of the story is up to them
2: show nice. off. <laughs> I love it. Sean, Sean Kaiser and uh, Chef Paul Foster. You guys, this is not your last time. We'll bring you back on the Modern Eater Show, but it's great to catch up with you.
16: Yeah, we'd love to be back. Thank you so
2: much. Good, Thanks sir. For right there. Thank, me. thank you, you very what, much. I'll be uh, happy to come back. Thank you, sir. All right, thank, thank you so you. much, Chef. All right. We were just talking breakfast, and so now let's talk coffee. You can't have one without the other, and uh, uh, Dagbaz. Dagboss. Dagboss I'm going to get it right. All right. Coming back <laughs> next, bag. right here. Uh, Brian, I promise you, no mistakes. No mistakes, Continuing from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show will continue next right here on iHeart. I'm
0: out a bite to eat. It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater.
10: What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good mm-hmm.
0: stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman.
2: We can do this live from Studio Kitchen Colorado as we reset from the second hour. This one usually gets a little loose in the second hour, Brian. It does, but it might be a new show
4: tonight. You know, I'm drinking some Dazbach coffee and I'm feeling feeling a little jazzed
2: about it. The show is percolating. It's got yes, a different aroma oh. here. Who can throw another one in? <laughs>
11: Get you guys a little caffeinated. <laughs> I love
2: it. Leo Yufa. how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well, thank you. Oh, thanks for coming in, and... Um, I don't know whether you remember, but it was probably... How, how long has Dazbog been around?
11: Almost 23 years.
2: 23 years. Yeah. Wow. Where, where'd you start out?
11: Here, right around I-25 and 11th Avenue. Yeah. Yep, I we remember your first
4: location. That's right. I've been following you guys for a long
11: time. Thanks for the support.
4: Yeah. Yep, I love it. Well, you guys have a whole great organic line, Leo. I really commend you for doing that. You were one of the first bigger... Like local coffee guys to jump right in and do organic, so I really like that.
11: We love the organic, we love the sustainability factor of it, the land, the people there, all the way to the consumer. So
4: Leo, formerly from the old Soviet Union, what part that's really big? What part of that St. Petersburg. Oh
11: really? Okay. Yeah. When I was born there, it was called Leningrad. Yes, uh, yes. Then we immigrated in 1979. Oh wow, okay. I came here with $800 to our name, Three of us, three boys, my parents, and dad said, I brought you here. Time to go to work, get an education, and uh, make something of yourself. Get going.
4: Wow. Good for
11: you. And did they come right to Colorado when they immigrated?
4: Straight to here, yeah. Well, that's a great story.
2: And I love to hear those stories because it's almost how how Americans just dwindle away opportunity and folks that come here... And they see the land of opportunity that we're going to make something happen, Mm -hmm. and you certainly did, uh, which is kudos to you. I don't know if you remember or not, but um, I think it was probably about 10 years ago, you had a partnership over at iHeartRadio. You were dropping off coffee, and I was doing the morning show, working in the morning. I go around to where the coffee is to wake us up and keep us alive, and there you were dropping off coffee. Uh, do you do you remember dropping off coffee there, or was that somebody else that was I've doing I have dropped
11: that? off a lot of coffee in this state. Yeah, yeah. And, and so
2: I was you you sat and you told me about your story for a minute there, and I said not only is this delicious, but I love the story um, that you have that you're sharing with us here today. So would you mind just kind of starting from the coffee? Um, why, uh, the, it, it, where you get your beans from? Just give us the whole rundown of what you're doing.
11: Sure. So we started in May of 96, strictly wholesale, roasting coffee, bringing it from all growing regions, Central America, South America, Indonesia, and Africa, and just about every country within uh, that grows the coffee in those regions. We roasted fresh to order, and we still do that off of I-25 and 11th Avenue. And the first decade of our life was selling to coffee shops, bakeries, cafes, restaurants, specialty stores, and uh, grocery stores. And then 10 years later, we started our first retail store, which you just discussed, uh, off of Colorado Boulevard and Cherry Creek Drive. And really never looked back. Uh, We put in all of our savings into the company, uh, my brother and myself, Mm -hmm. and then said failure is not an option and never looked back. And it's still family owned, we that. don't have uh, partners, we don't have venture capital, private equity. Uh, we're still grassroots and just fighting it out every day.
2: What have you built that business to what we know today?
11: In which way?
2: Are you nationwide? Are you international? What do you, I mean, where is the business at today? I mean, we know your humble beginnings, but what's the state of the state right now? So about
11: now? 65 to 70% of the business is done within the Rocky Mountain region, which okay. is defined kind of the Rocky Mountain um, vertical. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is from coast to coast and a little bit abroad.
2: Yeah. I mean, truly, when you build a brand like that to be able to not only keep your base happy, recognize it, but figure out where do we grow and where should we mobilize next? And it's kind of just this growing out pattern that we're seeing. What's the end? What's the end game?
11: You know, as long as we're having fun, we're growing organically. So we're continuing to put the money that we make from the company back into the company. As you've seen off of I-25, we own the land there and we're building another structure there for our expansion. Uh, It's a big red building that you can't miss right now. And uh, as soon as we launch it in the next uh, two to three months, we're going to have tours and such. Uh, But, you know, we take one customer at a time. We get people that call us that are starting coffee shops in Portland in New York, in California, all over the country in Kansas City, in Nebraska and they want our coffee. They have it they have one cup here and they go from there.
2: Would you ever have the desire of having a coffee shop in St. Petersburg?
11: I think that'd be pretty neat, yeah.
2: I do so, too, yeah, right? I'm going I back this call. summer,
11: and I would love to see just that. Just come yeah. full circle. Absolutely. I might
2: have jumped something that's <laughs> <just> working on <laughs> in his head, and, and, and just, um, you know, it's beyond a passion project at this point in time. It's a real business. How many people are you employing?
11: Anywhere from about 110 to 120 at any given time.
2: Right back
3: to our community. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I say something? Please, yeah. I uh, went down and visited with Eric, yes. your national sales manager and I, he let me look up the skirt, if you will, of Dazbog Coffee. And it's amazing how you're growing in food service, how you're growing in retail, how you've got stores, you're attacking all these different areas, and yet you're doing it with service. I saw a room there, kind of a coffee lab, if you will, it was a full-blown coffee shop, that if you're gonna open up a coffee shop, they'll bring you down to Dazbog and show you how to make your drinks, how to, how to set it up. So their level of customer service is I mean it's just off the chain.
11: And that's exactly what we invested in. When we started the company, it was a three legged chair. We thought mm-hmm. we're going to deliver the best coffee money can buy, out service and outrun everyone, mm-hmm. and make it a marketable, um, rememberable brand. Yeah, memorable yeah. experience. They've and done it. That's what it's about. When new customers come on, you saw the exact lab, the exact uh, Mm -hmm. training cafe, we bring them in, we teach them not only how to use the equipment, but how do you develop a menu, a coffee menu, what you could do with it in the restaurants, what you could do with it in a coffee shop, in a grocery store, and we show them how to do it. Leo,
4: how many retail locations do you guys have that, not necessarily where you're in, but where you've created your own brick and mortar?
11: About 30 right now, including oh, wow. uh, Cheyenne. So in,
4: that is a good focus for you all as an organization. You're going to keep opening little satellites
14: to
11: Absolutely. service people. We're very opportunistic. We're looking for locations on a day-to-day basis. Great. Uh, not only to support those that sell our coffee, but to put up the moniker of having our store. In fact, we're opening one up in the next 30 days in the Wellington Web building. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. congratulations. Yeah. We're very that's excited. That's
2: fantastic. I love hearing these success stories of just brands that that hammer it out when you're talking about truly what you do should be the standard, but you're reinforcing that standard that you already have for not only the procedures, the community, customer service, it's all in place and it's meant something to you from the beginning. Is that a, a value you grew up with?
11: You know, when we came here with nothing, the community really took us in. So it is, the community is a really big part of what we do. Uh, we have a scholarship fund at the Metro State University for that reason, because anyone that goes to school there, for the most part, tends to stay and uh, live and work in Colorado or in Denver Metro. So it's a way of giving back. We do a foundation at the Children's. Children's Hospital. So we really Mm -hmm. are a part of the community, and it means a great deal to us. Without it, we don't exist. We don't have that opportunity that my parents gave us when we came here.
2: You were telling me he's the real deal. He is. Yeah. Leo and
3: his brother, you know what? They would have done good at anything. They would have been selling ping pong balls, uh, boots, or coffee. You just knew these guys were going to make it because they know how to take care of business. They're hungry. They're passionate.
2: They've got the recipe
3: for success.
2: I always say it, and, and chances are, if you live in, in Colorado or the Rocky Mountain community, that you've had Dazbok coffee. But for those that haven't given it a shot, how do you put out that 30-second elevator speech. Of, give this a shot and why.
11: You know, people ask us all the time, why your coffee? What makes your coffee different? Well, we're not growing the coffee on the moon. We're not reinventing it. We roast it day by day. Yes. It is the freshest coffee that money can buy. Naturally, you know, 7 to 8% of coffee is sugar, and how you roast the coffee will determine how you caramelize the sugar. We take it to a level that is not the likes of the super dark roast guys, and not the hipsters which is so uh, lightly roasted, mm-hmm. but it's just naturally sweet, so you could taste the character of the coffee in the land. So I think the best thing to do is try it. Yep. Once you try it, once you buy that first bag or that first cup. We keep our customers. People swear by it. Yeah. You know,
3: I got to throw it out there. These are the guys that I want involved in this uh, because of their passion, their integrity, how
2: close they yeah. are. I mean, they're, they've are they walked the walk. Well, Leah, I hope you enjoy what we're doing here in this kitchen. And it's just a community of people that are like-minded, that want to not only people, products, and services, and um, hopefully you'll enjoy it and find it useful. I appreciate your time coming out here for the thank show Thank you, tonight. and thank you
11: for the support. We love to support the community and the chefs that are here and the restaurants yep. and the small businesses that are here. That's us. Yep. My favorite customers are really the smallest customers we have, the ones that buy literally five pounds, maybe sure. five to ten pounds of coffee a week. I drink several pounds of coffee (laughs) a week so those are the people that we help the most um, I want to say to really make it
2: Leo, you have coffee. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming, and
11: thank you for, you. Thank you you for this issue. great cup of yeah, the, coffee.
3: We've got to go over their building when they open up the new edition. Oh, it's the big yeah, red done. box. Yeah, you can't miss it. On I 25 it. and like 10th, 11th, 11th on east side. Everyone has seen it. And the next and we can miss it. 10 to
11: 12 weeks, we should be there.
2: Always smells good over
11: there. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. There you yeah. go. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. I
2: appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, that's just another great story from another great businessman that doesn't do it alone. He's got a great team around him, and you can tell by the quality of the product. Dasbog coffee. Okay, coming back, Mark Whistler, owner of the Goods Restaurant. He's a hard-working guy, and then we're going to welcome a new sponsor to the show, and uh, Zach Kreider, and then we're going to get Rick here. Uh, Rick's going to come in and talk with us as well. We'll welcome them. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hope you're tuned in on Facebook Live as well as 630 Khow and I Radio Station. We'll take a break, and we'll come right back live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
8: Choose your path through
2: Cyberland.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, TheModerNeater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion
15: My name's Chef Keegan Gerhardt, owner of D-Bar,
14: and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio.
2: Yes, you are, Chef Keegan Gerhardt. You're listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. And uh, we're just so humble and happy to have you joining us here on 630 uh, K How and on our Facebook Live. Check out everything that's happening tonight. Uh, truly just a great community of people that get together. And um, the, lo- the love of the game. The love of the game That's It's all mostly. about
4: food, 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 and, and more food, and, more food.
2: <laughs> and people and chefs, chefs and products and services, community, Fork. and the work. Uh, <laughs> we have to take an opportunity right now. Uh, Zach and Rick, Colorado Mills Sunflower oh. Products, come on back <laughs> on the show. We. Uh, first of all, we got to say thank you. Thank <clears throat> you for belie- believing in us, uh, in us so much that you um, throw a couple of sponsorship dollars at us and say, you know, that this is a cause that we really want to back behind. It means the world to us, gents. It really does.
12: Well, thank you. We're we're really excited to uh, to help you bring all this forward because I think I think this this has been a void that that the industry needs to to know about. Mm-hmm. Not only the consumer, but the mm-hmm. culinary. You know, environment, and uh, I, I'm excited about it. It's Get good stuff.
2: It. And then uh, collaborations. We, we kind of jumped off with a collaboration that we didn't even know kind of <laughs> what, what was going to happen with it. But um, two weeks ago, I want to say, two weeks ago on a Monday, um, we had a really cool ex- experiment. Is it still an experiment? Because you had findings of what happened, but we did a lamb comparison. Zach, talk a little bit about what that lamb
5: comparison was. Yeah, you know, we um, we started out with that top secret project, uh, you know, 200 days before we 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 came here, and um, we we two two animals raised side by side, different rations, our sunflower or grain, uh, and then the end result is a totally different tasting animal. Um, so it's it's beyond experiment now. Now we're really diving into numbers and how to bring this forward, this project forward. Um, uh, our, our young rancher, Kesa uh, Merwin, uh, or Kurtz Merwin, she, uh, we've been talking with her to, to see if she'd be willing to raise some more animals. So here in um, another 200 days, we'll, we'll hopefully have um, a larger number. We're, we're looking at upwards of maybe 10 animals to really actually see if it's a side-by-side comparison of our meal. Um, we're, we're beyond the. We know it tastes different. It tastes better, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and try and get it out to market and see if this thing works. Yeah, we captured
2: yeah. lightning in a bottle on that Monday. <laughs> and it, from the butcher to the lamb to the to the young gal who raised the lamb to um, the feed that was provided from you guys we had and a farmer
5: here we had the farm- farmers here the
2: response was overwhelming people wanted to learn more they wanted to see what what are these guys doing and it makes sense because of the, the our base of people they want to know where the food is coming from they want to hear the stories behind it and when we put out that sort of content it was received in such a manner to where all the way down the line. We've got we got emails from Rancho. Actually I need to share a few emails with you guys. Like how can I get my hands on that feed? Yeah. And and go ahead, Rick, I'm sorry.
12: No, no, that you're exactly right. And I think what what I thought was so magical magical about that day was not only was the grower or excited about to see the chef, when the chefs got into it they were so excited that they were talking to the person that raised that Mm-hmm. Egg. So that connection in itself brings that back to, as you said, fed with with love and care. And, yeah. And uh, they get to see that. And, and,
4: and We and, completed the change. That's right. Well, the proof was in the pudding, guys. I mean, what what your feed did for that animal was so incredible. And what I'll tell you, for me, this is Brian Freeman. And one of the things, guys, that I would say is such an, a testament to the quality product that you guys are churning out there is that Rich and I, We're both using you before you came on the show. (laughs) You know, we, Rich and I both own companies that we search out for the excellent products out there. Just to delineate,
2: Colorado Mills Sunflower Products, they have great sunflower oil that is in the chef's hands, in in distribution, um, retail and food service side, but then there was this other project that we did that was feed-based. And the feed from the byproduct of the processing of the Colorado Mills sunflower oil was what you were using for that project. Yeah. Spend f- just a couple of seconds on that, and then we'll do the oil on that feed particularly.
12: Okay. Well, as, as Zach's mentioned several times, two-thirds of what we produce isn't oil. Uh, we produce over 60 million pounds of feed a year. We produce over 15 million pounds of oil a year. And what we do uh, is mainly supplements, but we wanted to see what it would do by itself. We've always talked, I mean, it's high in fiber, it's high in fat, it's high in protein, there's no grains, it's non-GMO, it's trans-fat free. Well I found almost exci- as exciting when the animals were processed, the lamb had a healthier heart and liver than the other lamb. And, and so now all the things we talk about, about heart healthy, high oleic oil being heart healthy for us, Proof, proved out.
2: proof it's in, in the an food. animal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the oil, I, a Little Rich, you cut a commercial for it as a testimonial because um, it, it literally, uh, their Colorado Mills sunflower oil changed the life of broccoli, this tortillas. Well, it, ch- it changes the shelf life of
3: the chips. It improves it. It improves the flexibility. Here's something I was just thinking of. Get a load of this. Just think if we made lamb nachos hmm. at some point. Hmm. That the <laughs> seed, some of the seeds, okay, the same seed that got crushed, mm-hmm. the meal went to the lamb, mm-hmm. and the oil worked its way around to my plant. So the, the same seed could go completely two different routes and, and end up get, yet back on the plate again. On the plate. In both different forms. Yep. Well, the wait, genius now, wouldn't that be bind fun? of
2: Little
4: Rick, I'm curious. Oil is just a little part of your business. What's the percentage of oil to feed that you guys actually two do? Two-thirds. Where two were thir- you? Two-thirds. Thir- thir- <laughs> were you on the show with us? <laughs> I, I knew that. I knew that. Well, I just wanted to make sure that people knew that the oil is only 30% of what yeah. they do. I want right. to put it in yeah. opposite terms there because yeah. the reality is they've... They are in so many products that we touch every day around the world, and I don't think people even realize that.
5: Well, and that's where we want to be, you know, and and coming here with the Modern Eater, you know, and our goal as Colorado Mills is not only to produce some awesome products, some sunflower products, you know, in the livestock industry and in the culinary industry, but it's also to actually connect and be that connection point. So if you want to know the farmer, if you want to come right in a combine, if you want to stand in the fields, or vice versa, the farmer wants to come and see the tortilla, you know, plant, or come to the mm-hmm. Modern Eater, come meet the chef, and that's where we're really wanting to take our company as being that connection point. And you and I have talked, Greg. Yeah. You know, you know, as we all work together, everybody achieves more, and you high tides raise all ships, yeah. and and bringing this culinary industry in the, in Colorado up a notch
11: but know, Zach, don't to.
4: forget about your skincare products man you got a whole nother line
11: these days <laughs> oh starting right up
2: I, I want to talk about that more <laughs> dry um, skin but when when we when we look at what we're doing here in the kitchen it means so much to have partnerships like this it's the official oil of the modern eater show colorado mill sunflower products in their sunflower oil I um, can't, can't thank you guys enough. Uh, you, well, I,
12: I can't think of a better way to connect all those dots than, than a venue like this. Because if you look on, on the Internet on this video that we did two weeks ago on the 14th on Monday,
2: it's had almost 1,800 views. Just by itself. Just by itself. Yeah, we didn't even throw anything behind no, it. it. People no. just wanted to consume that. that. So that's
12: pretty exciting. It is exciting.
8: Well, I want
4: to consume the oil. I used it today yep. for lunch on a Wagyu <laughs> steak from our friends over at Colorado Craft butchery Mm -hmm. so like they gave me a wagyu i said what a better oil to use today to just pan fry it nothing else
5: so it's a high-end meat you know it's organic vegetables why not put anything other than high oleic sunflower oil
4: yeah well and non-allergen because it's a seed not a Mm -hmm. nut there's so much great things about your guys product i could go on and on and on rich fat lipids
3: Yes, They have more detergent properties as opposed to clogging properties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Smoke oil point, the vitamin E. I mean, it goes on and on and on. That's what happened. When you came to me, Zach, and, and poor guy, it took him a year before we bought anything. <laughs> but as out. I kept <laughs> digging deeper and deeper because I thought, I'm going to uncover something. There's got to be some reason not to buy this. The more I dug, the better and better it looked. So it was a no-brainer. That's why we print Their logo on the, if you'll turn around, the logo is on top of the box. And we did that because I I knew in time, and remember when I said Mm. this, Zach, I said, when people discover how good of an oil it is, and they see how long we've been using it at Roccalita's, we're going to look good too. And that's what happens as a chef. When people find out you're using that oil, you're a better chef.
2: Yeah. Get on it. Yeah,
3: Rich, it was the first oil that Growers Organic brought on that was not organic. That's
4: how much yep. I believed yep. in it, because the reality was is when I started looking at all the high temperature oils and the price points that people yep. could get into them. And you know, and one thing is, is I want my organic vegetables going in a good oil and yep. not something that's gonna share the flavor. So. Yep. Yep. Yep, Zach, Rick, thank you guys.
11: Well,
2: thank you. They'll be back. You'll hear their voices many, many times. He's a friend of mine. He should be a friend of yours. We love this guy. He's the hardest working man in the restaurant business. His name is Mark Whistler. He owns the Goods Restaurant. We're going to catch up with Mark. It's, a, it's like a Yeti sighting, having Mark outside of the Goods. Who is he and what is he doing? Um, Mark's going to come on with us next and then in Booze in the News, Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. That's all next. Coming up right here from Studio Kitchen Colorado, it is the Modern Eater
0: themoderneater.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer F. Johnson Design does it all Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great looking website Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think Logo, package design SEO coding and more F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work reach out to f johnson design at f hey
3: chef friends it's little rich here from rockalitas tortillas rockalitas known for hyper local innovative and healthy tortillas and chips served by colorado's top chefs and that's why we only use colorado mills sunflower oil if you too want to serve the healthiest most vibrant tasting foods you must use colorado mills colorado mills is hyper local Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Dawn Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills.
9: My name is Alex Seidel.
12: I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monardiner
2: on iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah, you are. Oh, I like that music. Ooh, a little yeah. funky. Get a That's little funky. My That's my theme music. Good. For I'm our liking. boy
4: Mark Whistler, folks. <laughs> Greg so.
2: Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich Snyder. Here's one of those. I don't even need a cue car for this, Jen. Where do I start with him? Uh, Mark Whistler, owner of the Goods Restaurant. He has a great partnership as well with uh, Charlie Woolley. Uh, this is a gentleman who I've seen. We, we talk his friends. We talk straight to each other. We talk about business. We talk about what it takes to have a, a good business and procedures and costs. And he's kind of just, as you would say, uh, Little Rich, let me peek up the skirt mm-hmm. of the goods restaurant. And uh, all of those things involve working on such small margins. This is a gentleman who has been a sponsor of the Modern Eater Show for quite some time. Even when I had a hard time justifying our value and and the things that we were doing. And he believed in me and and this business, The Modern Eater Show. He's stuck with us through thick and thin. And I can truly say this is a man that I admire and I love. Thank you, Mark Whistler. Thank,
17: thank you so much. i I got to say, though, you guys have stuck with us, too, through thick and thin. And you, you guys have done so much for us. I really appreciate you're it. You're an innovator, Mark. You are an
2: innovator, it's my friend. A, it's um, the love of the game, man. It's love, the love, the game, love, yeah, love of the right. game. Love of the game. And truly, there are times where you go, why am I in the game? You know? there, <laughs> and, 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 and it's personal conversations where I can say the same thing to you. I don't know why I'm in the game, Mark. And you're like, here's why. Here, And, and I've tried to provide that with you as well. And here we are just making great strides, and I see the Goods Restaurant um, really coming into its own, flourishing, um, embraced by the neighborhood like I knew it would, and there are so many things that's going on right there. So the Goods Restaurant, if you haven't been, it's attached to the tattered cover building. It's across the street from East High School, my old stomping grounds, Um, just a great centralized location people that go know why they go. The food's delicious. The bark program is fantastic. And then you have a guy like Mark Whistler who just this inclusive environment that you have at the goods. Everyone is welcome.
17: Yeah. Thank you so much. I, you know, really, um, we are more than just great food. We are a platform for positive social change. And I think we have a unique opportunity in this business where we bring together a lot of different people under one roof for one common thing that makes them all happy and that's good food and great drinks and I um, I really hope that uh, that we're kind of able to make an impact in our society in our communities and um, obviously just kind of in our culture in general of a place where we are truly open to all so it's, it's really important I've to laughed
2: there, I've cried there I've cried it. and because that's what you do at home and yeah. that's which how you make people feel, you right. make them feel yeah. at home. New menu changes. Menu. I, I don't know add-ons. Would you call an add-on?
17: Yeah, yeah we yeah we, we took a few things off. We added a couple, and then we also added an entirely new keto menu as well. So we we have a lot going on right now, and it's it's a really exciting time for us.
2: When I saw you do keto, right? I said genius. This guy's a
4: genius. Well, man. wait, Greg, go back up though. Tell the tell the listeners what is keto. Come on, there's people out there. They don't know. I mean, Keto, Kalen, Kalen, Ket- Ket- what? I mean, he's on Big Brother,
17: it's, right? It's Who's is t- Isn't it's it? What, keep the keto. carbs
2: out your mouth. It's,
17: it's totally Keto, Kalen. <laughs> he sleeps in booth number five.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mark, go ahead. Take a stab at it. What is
17: Keto? Uh, so, yeah, Keto is uh, it's a diet. It's uh, and I, you know, we we are we are not nutritious, and we do not profess to be or give nutritional advice. But uh, ketosis is basically a diet that uh, has a high fat content. Um, that is really, it's slightly similar to paleo, and then it, um, ultimately, our bacon just burnt, by the way. Because uh, uh, so you're
11: over here. I know,
17: right? <laughs> I am not, not yeah. So, anyway, uh, it's, uh, it, yeah, it just, uh, it, you know, it's, it's similar to paleo, but obviously different, and um, it really, it just involves low carbs. So we, we put together a menu that has a basically sushi style, where you check can kind this of, out. Yeah. Say it again. Sushi style, sushi man. You style. On a, sushi style. Yeah,
2: on, on a on a sushi menu. You know yeah. how you you get to pick and choose what you want, how many rolls. Uh, explain it better. Jay, so
4: you got that menu up there for the for the viewers? Could you put that on the?
2: I'm sorry, I was. We had a little. Dealing, a, yes, we had a we fire in the stove <laughs> there. A smoke.
3: Uh, I got it. By you, the way, good know, job, Jay. With nice chefs in the building.
2: Thanks for Jay, Jay, uh, Jay,
3: Jay Smokey. It's, it's, down, it's, it's down to Jay No, we're not <laughs>
8: changing from <laughs> Jay
4: Steel, baby. Uh, what's, what was the question I put? Uh, can we get his uh, keto menu
2: up on the screen there?
4: Yeah. For I, our I, listeners, could we get Yeah, him? Freeman, but
2: here's the thing. I mean, I, yes, I will, but there's a million things on it, and that's not something <laughs> that somebody's going to look at. The I got well, a picture I, of his
4: food. I, I think I it's cool to see. It's got portions on it. Tell us the portions, yeah
17: yeah so yeah what it is really it's a it's a very simple menu um, nothing on the menu is super complicated it's not mixed with a lot of sauces sauces and things come on the side and it just allows you to order basically proteins in four ounce uh, portions and uh our wood oven uh roasted vegetables in six ounce portions uh, obviously other uh cold vegetables in six ounce portions and then uh, cheeses in two ounce portions. So, Mark, it,
4: that portion size is that specific to keto? Sorry to interrupt, but is that specific?
17: Or? It, so, so it it is and it isn't. And the thing is that every every diet is a little bit um, different. So, what we tried to do is basically have some um, just general, um, I guess, uh, ounce quantities that would allow people to order, and then they they can build on that and add however their diet fluctuates. So, you know, obviously the. Uh, the, the the wood oven roasted veggies are six ounces, so it allows them if they want they can do 12 ounces of veggies and just you know six ounces of uh, of a protein and then obviously we have the the fats too like our aioli and um, that generally comes in like a two ounce portion and they can you know they can add four ounces of that if they want to or they can you know they can because uh, fat is a, a really important part of the keto diet so we just we really wanted to provide a thing where they could actually build what they want instead of having everything already assembled for them. So we, we played it sushi style. So, you know, going from left to right on these long, narrow pl- plates and it looks beautiful like sushi. You know, you have your uh, your roasted chicken and you have your Brussels sprouts and, you know, the uh, wood oven roasted tomatoes and then maybe a fat and then it allows them yeah. to kind of combine it. Here's so. what I
2: like about it. Let me spend 10 seconds. I like options, first of all. Um, secondly, I've been saying for the longest time, chefs put together some kind of deconstructed menu.
17: Yeah, this to, this is ultimately the deconstructed. This is everything in our kitchen deconstructed. Made for me
3: portions, healthy meals. This is totally nutritionally responsible. Yeah. This is awesome. Remember
4: what I said at the beginning. Innovative. Yep. yep. Mark Whistler Thank is you. an I innovative
3: chef. Yeah. I
17: love wow. that he did this. So so you, yeah, one of the big things for us is, uh, you know, what, what do we do with the like, wood oven roasted veggies? Do we just... You put them on a plate by themselves, or do we actually like season them a little? So what what we finally concluded on is like with our wood oven roasted veggies, we basically just saute it a little bit in a little bit of our house infused rosemary oil to put just a little bit of salt and a little bit of fennel seed on it just to give it a, a little flavor. But the idea is that we're not really doing anything to your food, so you're getting straight real food. And then you you are able to actually combine the ingredients yourself. So, man,
2: people are going to be yeah. chasing you on this
5: one, man. Oh, yeah, it's you know
17: you know what's cool is that it's actually really kind of a standalone vegan. Uh, it's a standalone vegan menu too because if you just take away the proteins and you know you, you just skip over the things that obviously have any dairy in them then you, you really have a standalone alone a la carte and you know you know yeah. exactly
2: what you're yep. getting that yeah. deconstructed menu yeah, well and look man. at the price guys
4: yeah the price this, is totally approachable, well
2: here's why new cut road is it, nobody's ever priced anything out like the, you know a couple ounces here or this much that that's a and you'll be tweaking it
17: yeah. i'm sure yeah it, you know it was really interesting putting this together and pricing it out because Ultimately, what it is, is it, it becomes a game of averages for us, where we lose a little bit of money on some of these things, and we gain some on others. Avocado. So, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's us in the ballpark. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Those incredible. Mark,
2: I want to spend a couple of them, if you will. Um, There's stuff that we like to just talk shop about, yeah. right? Yep. Your feelings on the, the new minimum wage hike. For restaurants.
17: Man, I you know I think it's uh, when you really consider what it is. Uh, so tips minimum wage went from 718 to 808, and um, that doesn't sound like a ton, but almost a buck. Yeah, you're you're really talking about a 13.5 percent increase in your labor overnight, and and generally like for us, we actually pay all of our kitchen guys and all of our support more than minimum wage anyway. But for our tipped employees, it means that on that portion of my labor, it actually just went up. So. Uh, I think it's really it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. And you know we've had a lot of closures over the last I think six months, and a lot of really important restaurants too. And I you know I keep hearing about different restaurants that are closing. and I'm like I, I never thought that restaurant would close. And I get you know the crazy part is this business just got tougher. And um, mm-hmm. you know we as as restaurant owners have to figure out how to create those margins.
2: How to eat the loss.
17: Yeah, and it, it's basically. You know, what do we do? Do we, do we either obviously raise the prices or are we trying to figure out how to scale back on labor? Well, do you because
4: go to a different model, though, and pay? A lot of these restaurants are doing... They're yeah. pooling everything, and everyone gets a flat fee, and the yeah. sort of the money goes back to the house and it's part of wages and
17: so we, so is I, I, that
4: something that makes any sense so, or not
17: so we, we re, i really consult our staff basically on whether they would like to have tip pooling or not and as of now we've agreed as a you know a large family and unit as a restaurant that we um, that they they don't want to tip pool so what i've done instead is um, basically and i i feel like that this i probably shouldn't even give this away but I feel like one way that uh, we've, we've kind of innovated like restaurant labor is ultimately what I've done is in my kitchen especially, I'll have you know maybe two guys on who are supposed to close the kitchen. Well, one guy will, will go off the clock early and then what I'll do is I'll give the other guy, it's uh, basically a $2 an hour raise for the duration of the time that they're there themselves. So what, what we've done is we figured out basically how to increase productivity by giving an intermittent temporary raise um, during the periods that uh, that somebody will need to step up productivity on their own, so this I, I don't I don't know any other restaurant that's done that, but it's definitely helped us quite a bit and uh, has kind of uh, allowed us just to give give people an incentive to increase productivity in, a, in, a, in an era that we absolutely have to because of rising minimum wage. And, and the great part is And that millennials. Each, and millennials. <laughs> <coughs> the millennial mafia. Um, Jay, you perked yeah, just, up on that.
2: Just real quick,
10: and, and somebody who's been in the, in the business, and I've worked in a lot of restaurants like The Goods, Um, my mind is blown that he did that because i've known guys that work in the kitchen and when they're kind of left stranded if you will by themselves and they're like this isn't worth what i'm making you know i should be making a dollar. that's ingenious
17: well well, so so the big part of that is i'm getting you know one guy off the clock but the and i'm and just a small portion of that goes to the other guy Mm -hmm. and and the great part is that it's their choice it's their option hey do you want to do it are you the guy who wants to close tonight? You want a little bump in pay for the next three hours? And it, it really, um, it's basically... It's volu- genius. Yeah, it's voluntarily increased production. This so.
2: is a deep thinker. I want to call out, it's a uh, networking alert. I see Cody Ann pulling out business cards in a sheet. Uh-oh, I'm wondering uh-oh. if she's going to... Aspen Baking Company is on the prowl right now oh, in nice. Studio Kitchen. Uh, that's,
17: I didn't even realize over here. I actually want to <laughs> yeah, talk to them. Yeah, talk to them.
2: Um, well, remember, guys, innovative. Innovative. In- over yeah. here. Mark, nice. did you know... That um, Victoria is behind you from Victoria's Gluten Free Kitchen. Oh, nice! They make good stuff
17: too. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. We we actually have tons of. uh of gluten-free products, and I'm actually looking to expand on that line, Well, Victoria so. is And, so nice. of course, uh, work with my man Brian here and uh, pick up some produce from British <laughs> Organic. So Ah, thanks, Mark. Yeah. Mark, Mark. I,
2: please, make time in your schedule. And
17: tortillas from Rich here. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get those. Woo-hoo. Do you right. we don't have them right yeah, now. Right. Hey. <laughs>
2: Breakfast burritos for the right. kids at East. I yeah. uh, yeah, mean, I'm just saying. Nachos yeah. for everybody. <laughs> <Not> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know.
17: From what I've seen, they're, they're pretty partial to uh, french fries and chicken tenders. But, <laughs> Two yeah. things.
2: Two things you got two minutes to do it, all right? I want you to knock this out of the park. Number one, um, there's a new rec center across the street. Number two, I want you to talk about what we can expect. Springtime opens it up, and that patio is going to be kicking, man. That's my spot in the summer and springtime. Tell us about those two things, would you?
17: So, yeah, we're we're super excited to have an amazing relationship with uh, the rec center across the street. It's the Carla Madison Rec Center. It just opened about uh, about a year ago, and um, I think it's 55,000 square feet. They put a ton of money into it and it's just beautiful yeah so um, uh, uh, Matt Draper and Elizabeth Supple are um, they're the director and uh, I think assistant director and they just are you know we couldn't ask for better neighborhood partners we we actually just catered um, for them they opened up their event space on the top floor and uh, we're hoping to be a big part of that but they just you know you want to talk about community they pull the community together and they, um, they're really the exact thing that we want to be, and that's a place for everybody that isn't super expensive.
2: They're lucky to have you as a neighbor. Yeah,
17: and, well, no, we're lucky to have them, too. No, wait, Mark, you I, still have the kids' room back there? We do have the kids' room, yeah. Folks, yeah. family, friends. Oh, that's great. Friendly?
2: Oh, I, it's I hang out in there. One one they word. have to kick me out. <laughs> one word. cheeseburger. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're still doing the best burger on Earth?
17: We, yeah, we, yeah, we still do the best. Yeah, and we, i got to tell you, we put a lot of love on that burger. Yes,
2: you do. Every, you taste na- it.
17: Every night I play classical music and talk very sweet to it. Oh, you pat it gently. Oh, nice burger. Anything <laughs> that's
2: coming up, the patio, what are you looking forward to 2019? Uh, yeah,
17: so I'm super excited. The patio is amazing. It's a huge patio that faces Colfax and uh, East High School. It's a very nice uh, promenade on the Esplanade. And, um, I you know, we we, we are going to make some changes out there. Um, which will probably include putting in some couches and maybe a fire pit And we oh,
2: don't make me not go away ever. Yeah, it'll be nice. Yeah, <laughs> a
17: nice place to have a little little Colfax cocktail. Mark, are you still doing stand up Wednesdays? Uh, we, yeah, we're actually, yeah, we're actually or doing, Monday. Yeah, we're doing stand up. Yeah, stand stand up Mondays, which is open mic night, and then we have a uh, Wednesday as well, which is open mic night, and then. We're actually uh, just about to start. Uh, it's uh, kind of comedy trivia on Sundays, which will be fun. I'm gonna do that. And this this Monday, I'm really excited. We actually have a um, a huge uh, fundraiser for Max Fund to uh, you know the, the no kill sure. dog, yeah, dog shelter. Yeah, dog yeah. yep. So you know, it's that kind of thing that I really want to engage more. In. And it's things that we can do to help our community, to help um, great causes, and um, really, you know, we um, we we want to be open to being able to help. Anybody in our community that we possibly can. I I mean that, you know, if somebody... He truly does. Yeah, if somebody has a cause out there and, you know, there's something that we can do to help or, you know, we can put together a fundraiser or it's really, it's a really important part of our business and it's really important for us to have uh, this restaurant that isn't just a restaurant with great food—it's a platform for positive social change.
2: Totally is. All right, everybody, one, two, three. We love you, Mark. We one, lo- two, three. We, we love, you, love you, Mark. Mark. Um, man, you're yeah. so great. Colfax man. and Elizabeth. That's
4: right. Right next to the. Tattered Cover Bookstore. Yeah, the Goods Restaurant you, folks.
17: You guys have so much feel-good love over here. I'm gonna bring my burgers over here at night. And it, hang out with all the good energy. We'll, we'll eat them,
2: man. We'll eat them. Uh, we'll there he is. Him. he never disappoints. His name's Mark Whistler. He's the owner of the thank Goods you. Restaurant and just one of the classiest, fun guys you'll come thank, across. Thank you. So going and see him. He's usually at the end of the bar working on paperwork yeah. or yeah. schedules yeah. or payroll or whatever you, the or, case may be. Or if I'm
17: not there, you can just look in the kitchen.
2: Hey, you know what? Mark really loves his uh, vendors just to drop in. And anytime
17: yeah yo <laughs> i was just like what <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. please schedule an appointment you <laughs> saw how i burnt I, that bacon right? i had to get
2: you mark yeah, yeah. okay uh coming up next uh, we've got intrepid sojourner beer project and we will do booze in the news all the booze news you can use coming up next right here from studio kitchen colorado it is the modern eater show on iHeartRadio.
8: choose your path
0: TheModerneater.com.
7: Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a La Cordon Bleu trained chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old-world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics, and see our products, go to our website at SouthRiverAquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming.
14: My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them.
15: or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at GrowersOrganic.com.
0: Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and and a cooler beer. Here's your Booze News.
2: All right, the best five minutes in radio right now. It's booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, you hear us talk about them all the time. And there's a reason why it's the best beer right here in Denver, Colorado. And You can get it at their delicious tap room. Um, right there, we, we, we passed by it on our way to work. On um, I'll just let you, Andrew Moore, Ben Gettinger, how are you guys? Yeah,
9: good. What's the address Fantastic. over there at
2: Intrepid? So we're at
9: 925 West 8th Avenue, Uh Denver there between Santa Fe and Calamath, right in the heart of the
2: Arts District I always say very easy to get to and if you're about to get on 6th Avenue and uh, you don't want to stop in the you don't want to sit in the traffic just take about an hour sit down relax it's just like coming home from skiing man and you'll get back on the road and you'll be home just as if you would have sat in traffic (laughs) Um, I want to hit hard right now so Ben Andrew give us the state of the tap room what's going on guys yeah. Well, it's
9: exciting times right now. We were just named the uh, best new brewer in Colorado by Rate Beer.
5: I love it. And nice. By consumers yeah.
9: on their platform rating our beers. Yeah. On Rate Rate Beer. Every day, all day. <laughs> viewers, yeah, Totally unexpected. Very honored.
13: Yeah, it's I'm lucky Andrew cool. knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. He does know what he's doing. Great brewer, days, yeah. good yeah. business, man. You guys, um, you're, you're the team, the gruesome twosome, the best mm-hmm. in the West.
4: Well, you, their beers are just, you know, it's so strange, you guys. You do these beers that are so far out there, but when you taste them, they are so right spot on. So congratulations. You know, cause yeah.
9: they, I mean, it's a lot about balance. It's, uh, we start a lot of times from culinary background, right? It's like, we're not reinventing the wheel. Like, what are chefs putting together? Um, what are these flavors that complement each other? And how can we add that into another food item, right? Beer. So, we got some really cool collaborations coming out soon. We're doing a collaboration with First Draft uh, Tap Room downtown. So, that's a sour tequila barrel aged uh, Paris Saison with a little cardamom, a little rosemary. Um, so, that you can get it first draft on uh, February Fantastic.
4: 6th. Again, folks, did you hear how he's making that beer? It sounds totally common, regular ingredients that you find every single day at your local <laughs> McDonald's. Not, yeah.
2: not, not. I mean, can you to kill at, at McDonald's? I've been missing out. <laughs> can we make an announcement? We're going to do a little collaboration here with Intrepid Sojourner and Ben, and uh, I'm sorry, Ben. What, well, you're welcome to do it too yeah but uh andrew moore yeah. and uh jeff tyler from spice trade brewing company
9: yeah so jeff tyler head brewer over at spice trade really good friend of mine he and i are about to come down and uh, uh join the modern eater uh, network here and launch our own uh show beer craft i love kind it. of a holistic nice.
14: approach to nice. beer Boom. from
9: beer from the field to the glass um so we're looking at you know, everything from the technical brewing side to the flavor profile side to the history. It's going to be a nerdy show all about beer. Uh, starts February 6th in honor of Stout Month. We'll be devoting February to all aspects
2: of Stout. You can catch nice. it live on Facebook every Wednesday at what do we decide on, 3 o'clock? 2.30. 2.30. 2.30. Nothing yeah. like starting on the <laughs> half of the hour. 2.30. Yeah. This is what's so exciting. I, In my estimation, and I see uh, Andrew and Jeff talk and work together really in this community of brewers and there's so many great ones you're going to bring interviews you're going to bring um new people new techniques new stylings products sourcing um you're really gonna it, it will be a geeky show yeah i'm excited I'm,
4: <laughs> well but that, there's nothing geeky no, about that in awesome. my office. this is like
9: that's what where, this is? Is?
4: where does our beer come from i've been trying to tell people where their food comes from you guys are telling people where their beer comes from. That's yeah. so important, folks. I mean,
9: one, well, it's important. I mean, there's a lot. There's a ton of great information out there that's kind of surface level or or advanced homebrew level, and, and we're really hoping to be able to use this platform so to take that deep dive into. You know, some of the just nerdy, awesome science of what's going on in your beer glass.
0: Totally
2: excited. I'm not going to be involved at all. I might hold a camera or something like that. Maybe I'll be a guest on their show sometime. I'm thinking consumer. I know. I I like to drink the beer. But, um, guys, you're going to have an opportunity to hear some great programming when it comes to beer, craft beer, Colorado, the community. They're going to do those deep dives for you. We're going to have all this content um, disseminated on our the Modern Eater platforms. We're going to have a YouTube page for you guys, and I think it's just going to blossom into something that we don't even know right now. Yeah. The power uh, of
9: this. I think maybe the most exciting part.
2: What's the launch date?
9: Uh, February 6th. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Holy, oh, that's ready. fast.
2: Yeah. Ben, yeah. if you ever open up a new brewery with, with uh, Andrew, here's what it's got. Uh, getting her more beer. Oh. <laughs> It's pretty good, isn't yeah. it? It's in front of the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you doing, getting her more beer? <laughs> I like it. Guys, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, for having This us. is a good, we love these guys, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Next week's another week. Uh, will we be down at uh, For My Brother Luck? I don't know. We might be. I think I'm leaning towards it. I'm leaning towards it. Uh, lots going on. We just love being in Studio Kitchen Colorado. We love you for joining us. Uh, for Brian Freeman, Little Rich Schneider, uh, Jay Parker, and thank you, Dave Reade, Jared, back at the studio. We'll catch you next week.